0: Good evening everyone and welcome to Prospects After Dark. It is October 25th, 2018. I am Kyle Reese. I am your host. Uh, Welcome to Prospects After Dark on a Thursday night. Look, uh, we have a ton to talk about, right? Like Everybody wants to get into it. Uh, Everyone seems really, really excited about the potential offseason moves that the Cardinals might take part in. Here's what I know is I know that right now the fan base is super, super wired and super, super excited about uh, about chances. Hey, what's up, Christian? How are you, Blake Reichert, How are you? Uh, here's what I know is I know right now it seems like the Cardinals have a lot of hot topics uh, and, and there's a lot to be addressed, and there's a lot to talk about. Uh, hey, fish, how are you? so let's let's talk about it. Let, let's get into it. Uh, what's on your minds? What do you want to talk about? Uh, from Travis Janik, did anyone tweet the link out to Gould? Uh, leave Derek Gould alone, man. That guy has a full life of things to do. He doesn't need to deal with my nonsense or anyone else's nonsense. Iowanek, how are you, my friend? I guess we'll get right down to business tonight. Our boo- our booze is Buffalo Trace. A Buffalo Trace, Trace is a wonderful bourbon that we all should love. If you're a bourbon drinker, if not, then uh, enjoy your non-alcoholic beverages or alcoholic beverages or whatever. Anyways, uh, to Mr. Derek Gould, I'm going to give you a big uh, big one of these because I love you and I uh, hope there was nothing weird thing happening there. He was grouchy today uh, from uh, from Ashley. Hello, Ashley, how are you? Uh, I'm going to cheers to your visit to the original Jimmy Johns. Yeah, you leave him alone. He's got better things to do. Freaking cards! I uh, love Buffalo Trace. I love Buffalo Trace too. So as you know, I've been drinking a lot of Maker's Mark lately because it's been on sale. Uh, But Maker's Mark and Buffalo Trace, were about the same price this time around, so Buffalo Trace it is. That's where I'd go. Uh, Bryce Harper loves Kyle Reese. Hello, everyone. Yeah, me and Bryce Harper, we're fishing buddies. Uh, On the rocks, yeah. So I try to drink it on the rocks, and I try to drink water so that I don't get super hammered. Uh, Hey, Stu, what's up? Hello, everyone. Okay, uh, thank you. I'll raise my Bush Stadium souvenir cup full of water. Hey, look, we all have to make decisions. We all have to make tough decisions. What's up? Hey, what's up, friggin' cards? How are you? How are you? So... Uh, I guess we can get right into it. One of my hot hot topics, one of the things that's kind of not like bugging me, but one of the things that I'd like to make uh, a point to address is the Mike Moustakis versus Jed Jerko debate that got brought up. Oh, hey Kendra, how are you? I'm sorry I'm late, but all the olds have gone to bed and I'm here now. What's up? Uh, I'm cherish. I'm cheersing with beef jerky. Hello beef jerky. Uh, hello teriyaki beef jerky. Not getting hammered is kind of silly. That's right. Okay, so one of the things I want to talk about is uh, uh, Moose is far better than Jed Jerko. Is far better than Jed Jerko. Graham, bring me the stats to prove it. Kyle looking sexier than usual. Love it from Stu Styles. It's this beautiful birds on the uh, birds on the black uh, 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 beanie cap. It's the one and only red one that's ever been put in production. I guess before we get into the Moose and Jerko thing, uh, go go. Uh, uh, that cards gift will tweet it out here in a second. Get yourself some merchandise, some uh, prospects after dark merchandise. Uh, again, you can find that on Teespring, you can find that at Birds on the Black, and uh, we'll, we'll get you some of that stuff. Um, again, getting back to Moose and Jerka, we're all over the place, I haven't settled down yet tonight, apparently, uh, and you guys are bringing the questions too, and the words, and I'm distracted, and I'm kind of a, uh, uh, kind of an asshole, so, you know, things are tough. Um, it's just, uh, look, I like Mike Moustakis a lot, they're both about the same age, they both play defense to about the same kind of caliber, uh. What I mean more so than anything when I compare Jerko to Moose uh, is that he doesn't make the Cardinals substantially better when the Cardinals need to be substantially better. You know, sure, he he ends up being a left-handed, can't make it tonight, blues game. Hey, Terry Herman. Um... Uh, he doesn't make them, like, substantially better. He doesn't move the needle. He is incrementally better. He's 5%. And if there's one thing that Art Lippa will tell you, it's that uh, Doug Armstrong, Mr. 5%, who only, like the Ryan Miller trade where he's like, this makes us 5% better. This gets us over the hump. It doesn't ever get you over the hump. Yeah, so, uh, look, I believe that Mike Moustakis is better than Jed Jerko. As I framed the tweet, the argument can be made that they're null and void. But... My issue is that he doesn't move the needle. You don't target a guy who only makes you a small bit better. Okay, but for me, it all comes down to the opportunity of adding a lefty bat. Uh, Mo's algorithm says, uh, Mike Moustakis is dog shit. Graham, I get your point about adding a left-handed bat, but to me personally, and I get it, I just want the best hitters. I don't care if they're left-handed or right-handed. You know, I, pitchers, I don't care if they're left-handed or right-handed. I'd like to have two lefties in the bullpen for, for matchups. But in the starting rotation, I want I want the five best pitchers. I don't care if they're left-handed or right-handed. Same thing with the lineup. The Cardinals are in a position where they can say, all right, look, the left-handed bat makes us so much better uh, that it makes our lineup more solid. Like, they're not in that position. They need it to be better. They don't just need a guy hitting on the left side who hits as well as Jerko. Uh, we will add a left-handed bat when we sign Harper. Yeah, right, right? That's the flag that I'm flying. Uh, that's exactly what I would, what I want, what I'm hoping for. Uh, look... I'm at the point now where I was rooting for the Dodgers to win the World Series. And now I'm at the point where I want the Red Sox to sweep the Dodgers so that we can get to the offseason and we can get this bus banging. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, worth a Moose is worth the extra money pass. I don't know what Mr. Mouth Breather is saying there. Uh, whatever, whatever. bro? Uh, yeah. Kyle looks like a drug dealer that deals to kids. I would never deal to kids. I would deal to their parents and hopefully their parents would give them the drugs. Uh, bang bus, Yes, that's right, Iowanek. I'll make a bang bus reference any day of the week. Is Bader more deserving to be a finalist for the Gold Glove and center fielder over in Ciarte? Uh, it's the Gold Glove, and it doesn't matter at all. Sure, uh, the argument could be made. There are a lot of really good center fielders. Uh, Harrison Bader was great. I would have liked for him to have been in the argument, but remember, we're talking about the Gold Glove. It doesn't mean a goddamn thing. It has no value and no weight. Uh, just remember that when people or when you want to use gold glove as a reason to give a guy a contract or give a guy accolades. Or when someone else is trying to argue that against you. Buster Posey played played eighty eight games a catcher and he's a finalist. Uh Justice for Bader from Christian Rabbit. Uh let's see. Hoping for Harper, but he's Wrigley bound. Yes, they can make it work. I uh you know, I hope I hope that's not the case. And yeah, they could probably make it work. I'm not I would never well. They could make it work. Any Look, here's the thing. in Major League Baseball, with their revenue streams, anyone could make it work. Any team could make that work. The Yankees could make it work, although their contracts are low. But the Red Sox, if they wanted to, they could make it work. Uh, any team could make it work. All of these teams are making enough money. I'm uh, hoping for Harper, but he's already did that one. Uh, So, yeah, without a doubt they could, but we'll see where Harper goes. Cubs trading Quintana. I don't know what that is. Will Wong take home his first gold glove? I want to see it just to see Cubs fans pissed. I would love that. Uh, Let's talk about the award that really matters. Yachty receiving the Roberto Clemente. And more importantly than that is that. uh, hey, Blues Records, what's up, Matt? Oh, God, rough night tonight, huh? Um... Uh, yeah, the, the, the important thing with the Roberto Clemente award which is an important award and it means way more than a gold glove could ever mean uh, and it shows a player's value to his community uh, however he decides to describe his community to define his community uh, on a greater level than a gold glove ever could Yadier Molina, that's a big award for him because he idolized Roberto Clemente uh, as you've all read and we've all talked about I, I'm so happy for Yadi. I heard Benji talk about it uh, a couple of weeks back for Two Birds on a Bat at Patio's where he was talking about what it would mean to not only Yachty, but to his family. So for Yachty to win it, man, that's an awesome, awesome moment. Uh, to the uh, Machado to the White Sox, says Graham. I'm anxious to see how it all goes. Here's what I know is the minute the World Series ends, there's going to be a flurry of roster moves. Uh, Again, teams releasing guys, teams DFAing guys, teams adjusting their 40 man. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm ready for the offseason to start. Uh, Machado to Oakland from Alec Mitchell. So in our little Prospects After Dark group chat, you know, they were talking about how Oakland has less than $20 million committed to their, 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 uh, their payroll next year. And that'll change, of course, after arbitration and all that stuff. But Oakland could be an interesting team. The White Sox could be an interesting team. There are a lot of teams in a position to beef up their roster. Let's hope I can't, uh, Machado will go to San Diego and Harper will go. I need to make a pad tie. Oh, I like what you did there. I love pad tie. Uh, Graham quit stealing my ideas, chump. Matt Chapman is a, cl- a Boris climate. So, Matt Chapman is not going to be traded, I wouldn't think, in any capacity. Uh, and hopefully, because he's a Scott Boris client for his own sake, he'll make a, a bunch of money. Um. Mm. What well, was fine? I missed it. So, thoughts on Twins hiring, hiring Rocco Baldelli? Well, my thought about the Twins hiring Rocco Baldelli is I thought he did really good in the press conference. I have no idea what kind of manager he was going to be. Uh, I-, I wish that I could give some kind of type of reference Hearing him talk, he seems like the kind of guy who understands greatly that there is a divide between analytics and old-school baseball, and the way that he talks, he sounds like the kind of coach or person that would be able to bridge that gap very, very well. Uh, As Mo's algorithm said in our group chat earlier today, baseball has evolved, baseball is changing, and... It's a younger generation, the game's getting younger and younger, and you need a special breed to be able to reach that. Rocco Baldelli is very much respected in the industry, and that might be enough. Uh, Just looking boring and never full, granted those fans haven't had much to root for. Uh, I missed it when it used to be U.S. Cellular Field, it's very meh. Uh, I guess we're talking uh, about the White Sox still, right? um yeah so that like that's that's where I'm at with that but getting back to yadi yes that's an awesome moment uh what the fifth cardinal to win the Roberto Clemente award just it goes to show you over and over again uh how how great and important uh yadi is. he's incredible Baldelli looks like he should do taxes ooh, I like that that's a good looks like he should I love that uh Baldelli looks like. A regular human being version of me. Uh, Blue Jays' new manager is way too goofy looking to be taken serious. Gomer Pyle. I'll tell you what. I didn't think Gomer Pyle, but when I first saw uh, Montoya, is his name, right? Uh, When I first saw him, I thought, that guy changed my oil at Jiffy Lube like six months ago. Fact. I keep asking cues. I'll keep feeding him. Oh, I missed him. Um, Yeah, I'm anxious to see what happens. Uh, Moe's Algorithm sent a very interesting article about uh, the Rangers' plans at manager, and I'd be anxious to read that. I haven't had time to read that. Uh, from J- uh, Hardfire27, oh, so next Thursday, can we have Rule 5 after dark? Yeah, let's do it, Matt Nils. Let's plan on it. That's a great idea. Uh, the cards have to DFA Cecil and Gregerson to start the offseason, right? I don't know what's going to happen. Again, I think Gregerson is a legitimate DFA candidate, and I think Cecil is too, but I think the Cardinals are going to be a little bit more selective about when they DFA Cecil uh, as as they pursue a left-handed reliever. I think the acquisition of another left-handed reliever will be the exit door for Cecil, but right now between Chase and Shreve and Tyler Webb, if they can't land the guy they want, then they almost owe it to themselves to bring Cecil back and hope that he's healthy. And his mind's good, and his body's good, and uh, he's ready to participate. Uh, from Fish King, Kyle, you and Moe's have been phenomenal on ties and Bullshits. Make my Thursday uh, enjoyable. Yeah, I love doing that with uh, Jim at Two Birds on a Bat. And I love listening to Moe's Algorithm. I know I said it last week. You know, I, I think that Moe's Algorithm and I make a very interesting one-two combination. Uh, and even farther beyond that, like... I just like how the two of us like juxtapose. And Brendan Schaefer does a really good job, too, and I feel like we omit him. I love Brendan Schaefer. He's a great kid, a great dude. Uh, but you know, for the instance of this, because Moses is a little bit more involved, uh, I, I, love, I just love being a part of that. I look forward to doing it every Wednesday. Uh, and if you, can't, uh, if you can't listen to it on Wednesday, listen to it on Thursday or Friday or whatever, subscribe to Two Birds on a Bat and, uh, and listen to it. And also subscribe to Birds on the Black. And hopefully we'll have some more podcasts coming out soon. It's something we've been talking about in our group chat. Uh, when will card make 40-man moves ahead of Rule 5 draft for midmo cards? You know, you'll see that within two weeks. There's a date for that, and it's usually, oh, man, like mid-November, mid-early November. Uh, for anyone who wants to know, Brett Cecil has the nastiest knuckle curve in the show 20, er, 2018 on Hittable. And it's really good in real life, too, when he's on. I uh, got some toasted rabs and a Bud Select. Yeah, let's get St. Louis weird, folks. Uh, I only listen to Kyle and Colin. Another thing, Mr. Colin Garner and I are hoping to get prospect to be named later fired up here uh, as the season off season starts going. Most tweeting out earlier is Cardinals Mount Rushmore. Who is yours? Uh, Ray Langford, Ron Gant, Bernard Gilkey, and Brian Jordan. Uh, Brendan has the better hair. Brendan does have the better hair, but I've got the sweeter beanie. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Even though he's injury prone, would you give Andrew Miller if all else fails? Yeah, you know, if the Cardinals have. Here's the thing: is I'm not. I think I'm not. I'm not big on Andrew Miller, and I'm not big on Zach Britton. Uh, Maybe if like all falls apart and you can get him on a one or two year deal like Greg Holland. Uh, But other than that, I would not. Uh, uh, I do like Kimbrel if Plan A and Plan B fall through. Plan A being Harper slash Machado, but probably Harper. And B being Donaldson, yeah, I like the idea of juxtaposing, getting Kimbrel, bringing in another starter, and seeing where you can go from there. Uh, but I'm just not personally on board with Britton or Miller because of the injury history and the the the, the, the stats that are falling down the, the ladder. Uh, Yee who's or beef and cheddar? Uh, you know, I let my soul decide. Does John Gant get traded from Drake Man? John Gant's another one of those interesting starting pitching options. I'll be really anxious to see what happens this off season. And, you know, I know that the Cardinal fans end up being kind of weird about him because he isn't flashy and technically he isn't like a top of the, technically, he is not a top of the lineup or top of the rotation starter, but he has value in Major League Baseball. Uh, if Mike Leake has value, then, uh, that, that, that John Gant has a ton of value. Trade Trey Gant for lefty bullpen help. That could very well be an option. Here's a question for you. Would you trade John Gant for Will Smith or, uh, uh, or, uh, 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 uh Watson, my bad. Which offseason is more important, the one or next one? This one is more important. The Cardinals should not sign a single free agent reliever. You know, Moz, you and I are on board with that too. We're, I'm totally on that page. I've been on that page. You know, last year was a good year to sign them. Uh, they signed some spots, but they have pitching depth, and they need, to, they need to use that pitching depth, especially on the right-hand side. Maybe get creative on the left-hand side. Uh, I'm not against them signing a left-handed reliever. I just want it to be the right one and on short terms. Uh, absolutely on the trade with Gantt. Yes, but I like John Gantt. I don't want them to just trade John Gantt. I want it to be in the right deal for the right thing. Uh, oh, hell yeah, boy. Gantt for Ethier, uh, from Alec Mitchell. I think Alex, uh, Andre Ether retired. I would absolutely trade for Will Smith, solid rapper, great for morale. Yeah, but the problem with Will Smith is, and it might fit in in this clubhouse, but he doesn't cuss, so you just never know. Uh, from Black Cat 1111, hi, how are you? You're not a real person. Again, hit his ceiling this year, was never good in Atlanta. Again, but he, he started ironing out those mechanics. And I'd be willing to bet that if there was minor league data on that breaking pitch that he throws, you'd be able to see that he took a huge step forward with that breaking pitch. Uh, let's see, I'm sure teams are like He said easier, not easier. Uh, do you see the article exploring the Kyle Seeger trade? Kyle Seeger's not for me. Uh, again, like, That's not enough of an upgrade. Kyle Seeger is a fine player. He's a great player. To Kyle Seeger, I'll drink to you and your brother Corey. But the Cardinals can't afford to just put their toes in the water. They've got to get incrementally better. And Kyle Seeger, while he's coming off of a down year, doesn't make them better. Again, if you have a fallback option and he comes cheap, then maybe you pull the the trigger. But it's not something I would do. Uh, Can Matt Chapman be obtained? I do not believe so. Schilt cussed enough for both him and Will Smith. Oh, God, how awesome is it to watch him lose his fucking mind? Corey Seager, if L.A. keep Manny. If L.A. keeps Manny, they're not going to move Corey Seager. They're just going to get really fucking too clever on the infield. Uh, John Gann equals pre-injury Kyle McClellan. You know, uh, 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 yeah, I love that. That's a great call. Uh, let's see, seven wives for seven lives. I I'll, don't want any wives. That's frightening. I can taste the whiskey right now. Damn it. you got to get you some. Uh, again, I'm drinking Buffalo Trace. It's beautiful and wonderful and gets you some. Uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? I know somebody's eating toasted ravioli and drinking Bud Light. Nothing like embracing your Hoosierdom here in St. Louis. Gant's change was pretty vicious if he kept it down. from uh, brawn, not Brown. Braun, not Brown. That's a very good point, too. So John Gant, just like all the other pitchers that came before him, uh always had a fastball change-up combo that teams thought might be able to make it to the major leagues and it did but what's really changed is his use of that breaking pitch I'm telling you last year when you watch him in the minors it was he was not any of that um let's see we got we got water we got mellow yellow we got southern comfort Blake do you love that southern comfort am I wrong about that I'm drinking water because my life sucks uh from the lovely and talented Kendra Nicole uh yeah working sucks for sure uh let's see if the Brewers Have their crowded infield Dodgers can with Seager and Manny? I think so, too. Bellinger plays in center field last night. gives me no issue with Harper's defensive abilities. You know, I was joking around with that, but think about it this way, right? At any given moment in the L.A. outfield, you have Yasiel Puig, who has a great arm, but it gets weird. And then you have a first baseman playing center in Bellinger. And then you have Chris Taylor, who is an infielder, playing center or left. Again, Dexter Fowler had, has a foot issue. I think we all know that. We're all willing to agree that maybe that's part of the reason that he isn't as effective as he could be. Also, speculation. Probably not fair to say any of that stuff. But, uh, you know, Bryce Harper's going to be fine out in the outfield. Reyes and Waka to the pen will solidify it. With their injuries, the pen makes sense. With Reyes' injury, it definitely makes sense. But remember, the Cardinals are apprehensive about moving Michael Walker to the bullpen because of the volatility of, of getting up and setting down. Because of that scapular injury in his shoulder. Uh, that, there isn't really a, there really isn't a good, like, way to pitch with that injury. So, you know, ideally, yes, I... I I would not be opposed to that but Michael Walker is going to be a starter until he's in a different organization. Do you teach your kids to lick their balls? Uh I don't teach him but they do it naturally. Do you think Kershaw opts out? I do not believe Clayton Kershaw will opt out and if he does opt out he'll just re-sign with the Dodgers. Uh yeah, that was sarcasm. I don't know what's going on there. Uh 43.5 hard rate percentage for Gant this year and a 4.07 fifth this season pass. Uh, I'm not look I'm not advocating for John Gant to be one of the five starters. I like the fact that he was this year a guy who could come in, be a six starter or a seven starter. Ideally, that's the role you want him to have. But he's going to have value to other organizations because he's a pitcher who pitched somewhat effectively. Uh, so yeah, I could see him as a trade chip. Has STL ever had two coaches, managers fired in the same year before? I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to do the research for me on this one. I, I wish I could give you a, a real answer on it. Uh, apologies. I, I mean, I can't think of off the top of my head. Uh, let's see. Who? who No, man. I can't think off the top of my head. Will Helsley pitch as a starter in AAA to begin '19, Or will he be in our bullpen on opening day? I think more than likely he starts the year down in AAA. Uh, remember, the Cardinals have a lot of right-handed, heavy relief pitchers uh, who should have a role in the bullpen next year. If Kershaw opts out, I have a major hot take on where he goes. Ooh. Uh, I'd love to hear the hot tag. You should write about it. Uh, it's like a Freudian slip, but with reading. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I said something stupid, didn't I? Oh, oh God, I think I've said something terrible. Although I'll tell you what, I see a hot tag of where you might go and the people are about Kershaw are saying maybe San Francisco. Uh, how awesome it would it be to have Kershaw and Bumgarner in the same, just hitting home runs? Uh, read an article, Patrick Corbin being a $125 million bust. You think that's true? It depends on what your definition of bust was, right? Like, uh, nowadays, one hundred and twenty-five million dollars isn't really anything. you uh, Darvish, it has been a bust at this point, but he might regain some of that that value. I just, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I like Patrick Corbin. I am not a big fan of giving out any big contracts, but I don't view $125 million as a big contract unless you're giving it to him for one or two or three years. Then it's a big contract. Uh, look, five years, 125, probably too much for Patrick Corbin. Will he live up to that expectation? Probably not. But again, it's a contract that's going to happen. You just got to deal with it. I uh, keep your eyes on Genesis for the bullpen. That'd be a terrible decision. Kyle, how do you value Evalde? A- uh, I like I like Nathan Avalde as a relief pitcher, who's, although he's pitched great. This, well, not great, but he's pitched pretty damn good and been pretty impressive as a starter. Look, his money's going to come as a starter uh, this offseason, but I view him as a bullpen piece at the back end. Uh, who's your bet on a young arm to be moved this offseason? Well, I don't know if you can count him, but you know, to me, I, I think Dakota Hudson's right up there. I think John Gant's right up there. Uh, I you know maybe Ryan Helsley depending on what kind of trade value he has uh, uh, like that's uh, I, again I want I want Hudson in the bullpen I want Daniel Ponce de Leon in the bullpen uh, but like to me like Hudson is it, it would be one of the two guys uh, he was Stanford center in high school our uh, let's see Kershaw to Houston ooh that'd be interesting uh, does Yelich win MVP this year? Over, under 30 homers for Carpenter next year. I'll take the under on the homers, and I'll say Yelich wins the uh, the MVP. That's a great question, Mr. Brown. Uh, who's your bet on a younger to be moved? Uh, blah, blah, uh, Let's see. Uh, who's your bet on a younger to be moved? If all they sip, Kelly, get one of them from uh, uh, from Sammy Moore. I would be okay with Sip. Look, if Sip gets a one-year deal, you bring him in, anything could happen. You happy with Wayne Oversign from from Drake, man? I don't have any feelings at all about the Adam Wainwright signing. I don't have one. I don't have a hot take that it was a bad signing. I don't have a hot take that it was a good signing. It was just a signing. And you can't really have a take on it until you find out exactly what the terms are. Uh, look, the issue isn't them bringing him back for me. The issue is how he's used. And that comes down to Mike Schilt. If he enters spring training and he's shit next year, then the Cardinals have to be quick about pulling the plug. It, you give him a chance in the bullpen if he can't... Be the starter he was in those three starts in September that were okay and or good. If he's not that, then he goes to the bullpen. But you have to be aggressive. I'm fine with it as long as they're aggressive about their, their want to move him in, this, in the season. Uh, I've seen Tex as sleeper for Harper. Am I the only one who doesn't understand that? No, none of us understand it. And that's more or less just some idiots talking about some nonsense. And I, I feel bad about the idiots talking nonsense. I'd like to apologize for that comment. What I meant to say is, those are just people speculating uh, wildly, thinking Texas might get aggressive. Uh, I know you like the young arms, but what three do you see them bailing on first? I don't see them bailing on any of their young arms. You know, I I know Weaver is one of the guys who a lot of people think, but I, this is how I look at this past year as we approach this coming year, is the Cardinals needed every one of those pitchers last year to make it through the entire season. They're going to need that again for this coming season. So the only way that they can move one of these young pitchers uh, realistically is if they bring another pitcher in. That's why I'm so against trading Carlos Martinez, other than the fact that his production for his price uh, is about as good as you'll find in Major League Baseball. But you can't trade someone as talented as Carlos Martinez, not replace him with somebody as talented, and expect the machine to run as well as it ran this year. And it didn't even run really that great this year. It ran incredible in August and was mediocre the other five months of the year. So I don't see them bailing on any of these arms unless they're getting a substantial return that might surprise us. us. I think expectations are way too high this offseason. We are turning into Cubs fans thinking we are. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, let's see. I feel like we're having the same conversation this offseason as we did last offseason. See, to me, it's a completely different a different conversation. If anyone who's followed me last year knows, I was all about the bullpen last year. I didn't really care what they did with the lineup. Uh, I, they were going to get Marcelo Zuna or or, Mike, or uh, Giancarlo Stanton. I thought that was pretty well sure. I wanted them to stay away from Eric Cosmer. I was pretty vocal about that, but I wanted them to address the bullpen. I kept saying they need four bullpen arms, and then three more bullpen arms, and then two, and then one. Uh, There was not a free agent in the class last year that I was interested in, Uh, so it's a different conversation for me. Look, I'm very anti-big contracts, so when I tell you that Bryce Harper is worth $310 million over 10 years with two opt-outs built in, if that's what he wants— I don't know how you can pass on that, and I, I hope you understand that, that it's coming from a person who's not really aggressive when it comes to contracts, uh, especially long-term contracts. I like short-term contracts. If you listen to the Two Birds on a Bat podcast on Wednesday uh, with me and Moe's and Brendan Schaefer, uh, uh, you'll, you'll hear me say that like I'm willing to go 390 for Josh Donaldson if that keeps him on three years. If some other team's going to offer him four years at 80 or whatever, or you know, four years at Blah, blah, blah. If you can get them for three years at 90, you do it. Short terms are beautiful, but you know what? You have to make the exception for the elite talent. Uh, Ponce and long relief are part of the bridge. I don't believe in long relievers anymore. The DL's 10 days. And then when you send a player uh, down to the minors, they have 10 days before they can come back up. You don't need a long reliever anymore. They have to stop with the long reliever. All you do is you send Ponce de Leon down and you call somebody up to replace him for 10 days. And then if that guy ends up going on the DL or someone else goes on the DL, then you bring Ponce de Leon up. The long reliever game is over. That has to stop. Uh, If you have to use one of your relievers in a long capacity, you adjust on the fly. Uh, No more long relievers for me. Goldschmidt then do the Ozzie-Edmonds holiday treatment and hope they resign. I like Paul Goldschmidt, but the question is how much is he going to cost uh, in regards to uh, the prospects that you're sending, but also how much is it going to cost for to be 32, 33 years old looking for a free agent contract? Look, I like Paul Goldschmidt, but the other problem with Paul Goldschmidt is he moves Matt Carpenter to third base. and I, Matt Carpenter is a fine defensive first baseman. Uh, he's an okay defensive third baseman. The arm worries me, but if you're moving that Carpenter off of first base, you're not making your team any better. Like Goldschmidt brings in and then makes the lineup better, and you had to give up prospects to get him. But Matt Carpenter isn't suited for like a defensive upgrade at third base. Let's 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 look at what we have: DeYoung, Wong, and Carpenter, where they're at. First base, second base, short, and then in the outfield, Bader and Center and Ozuna and left, and just try to figure out the rest around it. Uh, stop with the goddamn Paul Goldschmidt nonsense. Again, look, Moe's, I'm about it for one year if if you don't have to give up a ton, but you're going to have to give up a ton, so so whatever. But even then, like I said, like I say that shit, and then I contradict myself right now because I think about it, and I just said I don't want to move Matt Carpenter off of first base. So I'm an idiot. Uh, is Chishin Shreve on the opening day roster next year? Oh my god. Uh, I'm going to say yes. Right now, I'm going to say yes and hope that everything changes, and I'm completely wrong. Uh, Castellano seems like a fit with offensive upside. Uh, he's a terrible fielder. Uh, 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 Castellanos, uh, for Detroit, is a left fielder at best. Uh, he's not even good enough to be a right fielder. And uh, while his bat would play, he's a terrible, 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 terrible third baseman. Is Greg Garcia locked to be non-tendered? Absolutely not. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't mean. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get aggressive there. I apologize. I say Shreve is non-tendered. There's a very good chance of that. But you know the Cardinals will say if we can just get his home runs down, he'll be a valuable asset. Uh, is trading Carpenter out of the question? From Jay Mulvey, 1981. I was thinking about that today. The thing about Matt Carpenter is that that 18 million dollar number, and I think another team would would jump on that, but. You know the options high, so yeah, a team would have an option for a second year with him, but you're only guaranteed like one year. I just don't think that you could ever get the return for Carpenter that he's actually worth to the Cardinals. Do you know anything about these third base elite prospects we have in our minors? Uh, I wouldn't say. Look, here's the thing: is the Cardinals don't have an elite prospect in their system. uh, like, to me, elite is Vladdy Jr. It's Soto. It's Acuna. The Cardinals don't have a player like that. Nolan Gorman is a great prospect. Alaris Montero is a great prospect. Both of those guys would be major league players. Uh, but elite, like, elite are top five, top ten prospects in all of baseball, and neither of those guys are that. They're both very good. They both have defensive questions. Uh, Montero's a better hitter. Uh, uh, Gorman hits for a lot more power, but they're both maybe a year two. I mean, they're both two years away from making major league impact, hopefully, if all goes well. Uh, what would it take to get Simmons? Uh, I'll wait until the All-Star break and hope that the Angels are so far out of it that they're willing to trade him because they're not going to do it. Uh, Reyes was elite. And again, to me, Alex Reyes is not a prospect anymore, so he's out of the conversation. If you trade Carpenter, what the hell do you do at first base and leadoff? Yeah, you, you bet Ball, you bet, you trade for Paul Goldschmidt and you bet him leadoff. Uh, Dexter Fowler at leadoff most. Come on. Lack of elite prospects is why Bryce Harper will be a Cardinal. Lack of ability to acquire elite prospects. Is why Bryce Harper is important for the Cardinals to attain. You can't get these guys anymore. It's fucking hard. So you have to adjust. Uh, let's see. Most likely to be in 2024 lineup Montero, Carlson, Gorman, Baker, Kisner, or Wong? Uh, I'll say Gorman. Oh, no, I'll say actually, I'll say Montero. Uh, do you know anything about these third level? What can you expect for Reyes? Uh, Reyes was elite. Hey, what's up, porn bot? Um, so, yeah, look, again, Gorman Gorman's issue is his, his, his feet get a little weird. He has good lateral motion, uh, but his ball sails when he throws it, and sometimes he rushes himself. Uh, Montero at third is that he's just a little clunky. Like The best way that I can describe a Larry's Montero as a third-base prospect to you is to tell you that he's like Albert Pujols was as a 3rd baseman when Pujols first came up. Super clunky. Like He could probably handle the position for one, two, three years if things get weird, uh, but nothing, nothing more than that. So I would not, I would not push that. But again, they don't have a, elite prospects are hard to find. Uh, from Kiefer Dean Roach, hey Kyle, or hey Kiefer, what's up? Uh, hello to you. And I miss Cards baseball. Me too, dude. Me too. Hopefully you'll come back in St. Louis soon, and we can get together and drink beer and have some fun. Uh, who's the closer for next year? This is great from Matt Crumpley. Right now, look, if you're just going by the players on the roster, it's Jordan Hicks. Uh, but for me personally, look, they go into next year. If they don't acquire anyone, which I don't think is going to happen, it's not something that I'm advocating for, uh, then you go in with Hicks and Brevia, maybe Hudson, maybe Leon, maybe Ponce de Leon, and you let them fight it out. I like that group. Uh, Gallegos in the MLB bullpen. I would like to think of him as an option, not as a closer, but as an option and as a very solid option. Uh, is Lucan bad enough at 1B that it could be a legitimate issue for him playing in NL long term? Uh, beer is great, right? Keep reading, Dean Roach. Well, okay, so Luke Baker's Baker is really interesting because he's, again, uh, uh, be right back. Got to run into the grocery store. Don't say anything important until I get back. I promise I won't. I haven't said anything important in like 38 episodes. Uh, okay, so with Luke and Baker, remember, he missed a large part of two collegiate seasons at TCU. And by the end of his time at Peoria, after being drafted by the Cardinals, he had already gotten better at first base. Now, it's still not good. But... I believe, even though he's a big body who has trouble, I believe that with a little bit of extra work, he can get down and get a little bit better and be manageable for a couple, three, four, five years. Uh, can Hudson spend another year in the bullpen and still be a good starting prospect? From Sam Wool, bold? Um Yes, I think so, but I personally believe at this stage in his development that Dakota Hudson is best suited for a bullpen role. Uh, I worry about his ability... Uh, I worry about his ability to stay ahead in counts. And I think that that really hurts his long-term projectability as a starter. Uh, he's waiting for the important talk for when we sign Harper. Yeah, it's just all nonsense until we get to the Bryce Harper talk uh, as a Cardinal. Uh, hopefully that happens. Uh, Gould beef is juicy. Look, there was no beef there. Uh, somebody try- Oh, my God. Hey, uh, we got to take a break. Uh, to Mr. Jason Hicks. Hello, sir. We we missed you last week. It's nice to have you on board. Uh, you know, I I absolutely love you, sir. Uh, but to the godfather of Prospects After Dark, Mr. Jason Hicks, welcome aboard, sir. Gould and Kyle both to have an Arby's sandwich named uh, after them. Arby's has all the beef, all the meats, all the souls, all the void. Uh, now, that, that Gould thing, that was completely taken out of context. Uh, some dude tried to stir some stuff up this morning, and uh, luckily... Luckily, it didn't, like, go anywhere uh, once we explained to Mr. Gould what was going on. Uh, but one chance why I have it right now. I absolutely love Derek Gould. I think he's fantastic. If I was half of the rider that, that he was, I'd... I'd I'd be a good writer. Uh, my wife is upset about the handsome Matheny being fired. Is the new manager going to do great? Uh, look, what I can tell you is that Mike Shield is great with his mouth. Gould can be first guest on the pad on FSM on Friday nights. <laughs> oh, God, that's great. Um, Gould will secretly wash his pad. That would be awesome. Gould has an RB sandwich called. It's in the paper. Uh, leave Derek alone. He's, he's incredible. Could the Cardinals get a left-handed bat and Donaldson? Ooh, from Javi No Noyola? Noyola? Um, where would the left-handed bat be? I guess so. I I'd be all about Donaldson, and I know that this is where Moe's algorithm is at. If you can, if there's some way the Cardinals are willing to fork over the money for for Donaldson and Harper, that'd be the way to go. It'd be beautiful. It'd be magical. There'd be there'd be tears in the streets. Uh, the rivers would run ocean blue. It'd be incredible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, how's my brother from another mother, Mr. Kyle? I'm doing really well, Mr. Hicks. I'm really happy that you're here. Uh, I'm ready for this offseason to get going, man. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, I'm just I'm ready for the offseason to, to get fired up. My thoughts on Barstool is I don't really have an opinion on Barstool. It's not a site that I frequent. Uh, I just don't have any thoughts. Uh, from Jake Hassan, my wife left me. Good. Let Pad fill the void uh, that that your wife has left you. When you come home at night, turn me on. Listen to me. I'll tell you about my day. You tell me about your day. You buy me that Beepsies from Arby's. You buy me, and I give you my souls. And then we sit at our table and we cry and we slip into the void and let the darkness swallow us. And then we do it again all the next day, brother. All the next day. Uh, Eat Arby's. Uh, So, yeah, that's where I'm at, Mr. Hicks. I'm just ready for the off-season to start, my friend. I, you know... this is, the, this is like the calm before the storm, and it's not even calm right now. Uh, Cardinals fans are kind of losing their minds uh, as we anticipate what could be this offseason. So uh, it's going to be a whirlwind. It's going to be aggressive, and I can't wait to see where they go. Uh, he's peaked. The Bourbon has hit. I have not. You know, I'm kind of disappointed. I don't feel anything. Uh, what's Andy Young's ceiling? Uh, m- the Mike Moustakis, Jed Jerko type. Uh, Andy Young, speak on the man's AFL. We were talking about that, so right now Andy Young... Uh, Three doubles, two home runs, 387 batting average, 470-something on base percentage. Playing a really good second base. Uh, Played about 10 games now, I think. Not striking out very much. Uh, Actually, his strikeout rate's about 19%. Uh, Get really excited. He's a a solid second baseman. Uh, Anything to take away from the AFL cards? Pitchers getting lit up? No, right? Uh, By the way, not feeling anything is absolutely the goal, Miss Enthusiast. Thank you very much. Um... No, no. So here's the thing, right? Uh, Will Latcham was a last minute addition. He wasn't ready for the Arizona Fall League. Connor Green has trouble throwing strikes. Connor Jones has always had trouble missing bats. Those are the three guys who got lit up. It's fine. Evan Kuczynski is the guy to keep an eye on. And he, he walked a lot of guys his first two at-bats that really hurt our first two times. Uh, his first two starts in the AFL. And then last time he, he got hit a little bit, but he got his walks down. He's the only one, and, and I wrote about it uh, uh, at the beginning of the Arizona Fall League. He was only the—he was really the only one to ever invest heavily in. Keep an eye on him. Remember too with the Arizona Fall League that early on hitters usually hit a little bit better, like the hitting stats peak. And the AFL is more of a hitters league, anyways. But the AFL uh, hitters usually peak early and then taper off as uh, as pitchers get like their legs back underneath them. Why Martinez in AFL seems overmatched? Y- you know. I was thinking about this earlier today, Mr. Hicks, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, th- there's two reasons, in my opinion. One, because he was a backup, and I think the Cardinals wanted to see what he looks like against advanced talent uh, from like an evaluation standpoint, right? Like That gives them a chance to see if this guy might be someone that can, if they trade Kelly or Kisner, can take the reins. Uh, but also, the AFL draft is a weird thing. Uh, and people don't realize that it's kind of an AFL draft. And what happens is the organizations get together, uh, they get put in little six-team groups, and then they draft. Like they actually like draft positions. They don't draft players, but like the Cardinals would go first, and they would say, "I want to send a catcher." And then that's how they fill the roster. And then the six teams go, and they go, and they go. And then you have to look about how the roster is going to get filled up, and that's how they decide who gets sent there. So more than likely, it got down to the Cardinals thought, you know, everybody was off the board and there was a catcher spot, and the Cardinals thought, oh, you know what, we'll send a – we'll. we'll Pull this catcher spot, and we'll send a catcher there. And, you know, Dennis Ortega, I believe, is Rule 5 draft eligible. And more than likely—oh, my God, Columbus beating the Blues Uh, 6-3. More than uh, likely—hey, Quinn, how are you? More than likely, they just thought, you know what, we'll send Jeremy Martinez because we don't have to make a Rule 5 decision. If Dennis Ortega goes there, then he might play well enough that some team thinks about scooping him up. Uh, Cardinals are terrible—or Blues are terrible— uh, Ru- or- Ortega, Rule 5 already. I believe so. Pretty sure about that one. Uh, how is Edmund's glove? From Jake Bechu Art. Uh, Bechu. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing your name right. I'm a- I apologize if I am not. Uh, it's really good. So he made a lot of errors last year at shortstop while he was transitioning and learning third base and second base. Ignore that. Those are, those are range errors, those are errors that would be disproven uh, by uh, DRS. Uh, what's best Cardinal minor league uh, I'm the best Cardinal minor league blog to follow, motherfucker. Actually, more than likely, it's uh, Cardinal Nation, uh, 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 especially, especially, especially Derek Shore, who I love with all my heart. Uh, but then me. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh man, I'm, I'm missing a bunch of questions. I'm sorry about that. Uh, say card from Langston Lil. Uh, my college hockey team is Oh, say card Cardinals somehow get Harper and Donaldson. Are they favorites to win the Central? You know, I think most people will say that it's null, like null, between the Cardinals and the Cubs and the the Brewers at that point. Uh, and Kiel is our left-handed reliever for next year. That's a real possibility, and that's crazy. And I don't know how real it is, but it's something that we're going to hopefully get to see in spring training, and hopefully something that actually happens, and hopefully something. That uh, uh, gets us excited and is worth the excitement. I pay zero attention to hockey, but didn't the Blues get some people the fans were excited about? The Blues acquired a bunch of players that got you excited and thought that might be, the year might be different, but it hasn't. Uh, Matt Crumpley, I already have this one bookmarked, damn it. Uh, again, so Cardinal Nation is a pay site. Uh, Cards Conclave, my buddy Cardinal uh, uh, Colin Gardner, he's the, uh, he's the prospect guy there. He doesn't get a chance to write so much because he's busy, but I love Colin and everything he does is pretty good. Uh, other than that, I don't, I don't really follow. Prospect Live is a new like national. Uh, they're kind of like B- uh, Baseball America, but uh, younger and uh, with a fresh take. And they, they post a lot of video. Look up Prospect Live. Those guys are amazing, too. That's Matt Thompson and Woodall and Lifshitz. They're doing great stuff. Uh, hopefully, Griffin Roberts and Gendry work out because our lower-level pitching is looking rough. The, the lower levels, it's going to come down to Griffin Roberts, uh, Gendry... Uh, uh, Baird and, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Oh my God, I can't think of what his fucking name is. God, I'm an asshole. Uh, Holba. Chris Holba. Uh, Michael Baird and Chris Holba. Uh, those are like the four guys at the lower levels you're going to want to keep an eye on. Uh, and also Schlescher. sure Uh, the left-handed reliever who walks a bunch of guys. Now, somebody's uh, Sammy Moore, I believe, uh, said Obieto. At this point, Oviedo and Sejas aren't at the lower levels, right? They spent all year at at Peoria. They'll be at Palm Beach at the very least. Uh, That's two steps away from the major leagues. They're not in the lower levels anymore. Think Junior Fernandez has a bullpen career ahead of him? If he can stay healthy. Uh, But remember, he had to be shut down once again this year. Uh, uh, <laughs> he had to be shut down once again this year because he wasn't healthy. What's your take on this exhausting hitter striking out debate? Uh, my take is exactly what anyone who looks at the data will tell you, Moe's. Uh, baseball has always trended this direction, where people are striking out more and the power is rising. I don't have a problem with it. Look, I love baseball. I don't care if it's 80s whitey ball. I don't care if it's 1998 Powerball. Uh, I don't care if it's... Station to station. I don't care if it's first to third. I just love baseball, man. And the more you try to find negatives about it, it's just like anything else, right? You're in a relationship, you start looking for negatives, the relationship's over. Uh, You're at a job, you start looking at negatives, no matter how great the job is, and the job's over. You know, you got to find something different at that point. It's mind over mind over matter. I I don't have a problem with strikeouts. I don't. Uh, And I think that we're smarter now because of what we can measure and can't measure to know just how important strikeouts are. I believe in a balanced lineup, and I think you have to have a balanced lineup. You have to have high OBP guys at the top. You have to be smart about how they're driven in. You have to have slug in the middle, and then you just kind of figure it out from there. You have to have solid defense uh, that maybe isn't measured properly yet. I I don't have a problem with anything. I just want to watch baseball, and I love baseball, and the strikeouts don't ruin it for me, and the home runs don't ruin it, and stolen bases don't ruin it. I just love baseball, and I'm not picky enough to really have a feeling about it any other way. Uh, from oh hey Teddy what's up brother Kyle do you love Joey Gallo I do love Joey Gallo I like I like big dongs bro the cards have to have the most depth in their system as far as pitching goes right it depends on how you define depth in the system you know if you're talking about including major league players with major league um, experience then yeah yeah for sure uh, will wisdom be protected wisdom's on the forty man he's protected. Um, so yeah, yeah, pitching without a doubt, when you get down to the lower levels, there's some concern. But it's still outfield, uh, they still have Dylan Carlson, uh, who's kind of one of those middle mid-level prospects. It, anything could happen. StatCast is working on an infield defensive metric this winter, I think it'll be really good, like OAA. It's an interesting thing to keep an eye on, 7-3 Blue Jackets, brutal. Um, yeah, a drink to hopefully another defensive metric that actually gives us a, a good feel of what value is for a defensive player. Because defense is overrated. Uh, did I miss the discussion on Yadi's Clemente Award from Maggie? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. We didn't have much to say other than it's an awesome award and it's the right, like the right award for him. You know, other than winning an MVP and probably MVP like one step below uh, the the Clemente Award for him. Uh, what a great honor! What a tremendous man! Uh, and you know, like nationally, the work that he's done in Puerto Rico has kind of gone like overlooked, which is a goddamn shame because what he's been doing there, I mean, he's there now. He missed the award ceremony to be there. He went there immediately after the season was over to help rebuild that that poor community. And, you know, we're still at a point where the national government is, <laughs> has kind of neglected that area. I'm not going to get into the politics of it all. So for him to go down there and do what he can – uh, it means the world. Uh, the M four Yachty baseball. Uh, donate to that charity. What a great man. Thoughts on trading Jed to clear his salary and handling corner to gyro and wisdom. So, uh, Mose, I'm I'm on board for that. Look, the one thing that the one thing that I like, I was when I started bringing up Jerko. What I'm getting at is, look, uh Jerko does not make the Cardinal. The, he he. he He's a great, he's a really good player. He's a really solid player. Mustakis Jerko, those guys don't make the Cardinals better. There is a chance that Gyro Munoz could make the Cardinals better if he plays third base every day. And then at that, you have Patrick Wisdom as a fallback. And then at that, you still have options that will present themselves throughout the season. I love the idea of trading Jed Jerko to create roster space, uh, to clear cash. And I'd like for them to find somebody who could be a utility player from the left-hand side, of the plate on the infield for Jed Jerko, who doesn't need to start, and I don't know who that is, and that person probably doesn't exist, or a minor leaguer, a minor league pitcher, because you can never have enough pitching. Uh, but yes, I like that. I'm on board for that. You know, I think Patrick Wisdom would be a fine super sub between first and third. Uh, if they can make it happen, I'm all for it. Uh, love that gyro. Yeah, me too. Uh, thoughts on training Jed? Clear, say hello to the broadcast. Uh that's bench by selling and handling. Oh, handling corner infield bench. Spot to wisdom. Yes, I, that's how I feel. Say the cards get Harper, who hits second? I'm assuming Bryce Harper hits third. I guess that just depends on what the lineup looks like, right? Because the lineup could be different any night. I mean, if Dexter is in the lineup, more than likely Dexter Fowler's hitting second. If uh, Dexter isn't in the lineup and Gyro is, there's a chance that Gyro might hit second. Colton Wong might hit second. Uh, maybe if you have a right-handed starter, you do Carpenter, Wong, Harper. Right? I mean, anything could happen. You know, Dexter Fowler in the two spot, if he's healthy and performing like he did in 2017, is a really valuable asset because he's a switch hitter and he breaks up Carpenter and Harper. Uh, Fowler for Kyle Seeger, courtesy of VEB today. I'd be on board for that. Uh, I don't think they would be, but I'd be on board for that. Uh, again, it's not just about... For me, it's not, like, when I say that I don't think the Cardinals are going to be able to trade Fowler, it's not about his no trade. It's just about, I don't see why a team would trade for him coming off of injury, uh, coming off of the injury that he's had. Like, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't even think about it. Even if I was trying to clear more salary, there's no way. Let's say the D backs decide to trade Goldschmidt. What do you think it would take to get him? It would take more than I'd be willing to give. And I know that that's a shitty answer and it's, it's purposefully vague and not, not enough meat, uh, but, it would take more than I'd be willing to give for one year Paul Goldschmidt because I wouldn't ever want to re-up him after this year no matter how good he was because of how old he is and what kind of contract he's going to get after next year. I love Paul Goldschmidt. And if I could get him for one year and be satisfied with one year and have to give up one year's worth of players for him, uh, you know, like Max Rock and maybe Luke Weaver and then call it a day, then yeah, sure, I'll do it. But I, I'm not going to – I would never go overblown for for Paul Goldschmidt, unfortunately. Big fan of projecting where Harper will hit in the lineup. I love that, right? Uh, I had to leave for a bit. Did we talk about the Arizona Fall League? Uh, only so much as Andy Young. We talked about Evan Kuczynski, Uh And then we talked about expectations of other players. We talked a little bit about uh, – Jeremy Martinez and why he's there. So a little bit. Yeah, Bryce Harper will be such a sweet Cardinal. Yeah, he'd be the sweetest of all Cardinals. Do you think Andy Young makes, makes the Major League roster in 2019? Uh, I said this earlier, but I think Andy Young will probably have to be added to be protected from the Rule 5 draft. Uh, so September of 2019. Who is Tyler Nevin? Right. Now, Graham, keep in mind, Graham, that I haven't spent quite as much time looking at the national prospects uh, over the last year, because I've been so into the Cardinal prospects and making sure that I didn't miss anyone and no one fell through the, the cracks. By the way, uh, I do like, I'm a big fan of Yachty hitting second. I don't understand why people don't like Yachty hitting second. Like, I get it, he's not traditional speed, he swings it too much, but I love Carpenter and Yachty. And you know what? The Cardinals were really good when Carpenter and Yachty were hitting 1 2. Could be a coincidence, and now I completely forgot what I was talking about. Why is everyone so dead set on Harper and not Machado when he really fits the hole better? Uh, that's uh, Cody. I agree with you, and I think the answer to the question is because the Cardinals aren't going to be in on Machado. It just seems that that's the case. Like that's what all of the, the the reporters are reporting. It just it doesn't seem like the Cardinals' interest is there for whatever reason. So I think that's part of the re- oh Tyler Devin, ha. Oh God! So I think that's part of the reason why we're not spending as much time uh, talking about Machado because it doesn't seem like uh, there's a lot of buzz between Machado and Harper. I I stand by I stand by whichever one you get, Harper or Machado. You got to have one of the two. However you get it, I don't care. But you're right. It, theoretically, when you look at the lineup, what the Cardinals have depth wise, Machado fills that role better. Tyler Nevin is a six foot four monster of a man drafted in the first round by the Colorado Rockies, who's kind of like a Better hitting version of Dylan Carlson. Uh, I don't know what you want out of me. He's young, like 21. He's good stuff. Uh, I'm here to crash the party from Victoria. Hey, Victoria, how are you? Sorry, I forgot to remind you. My bad. Harper feels way more realistic from Blake Reichert. Uh, They both seem unrealistic to me, but that's because uh, I'm cautiously optimistic about this kind of stuff. And I don't want to get my hopes up because I live in a world of pain and suffering and agony and misery. And uh, I don't know what to do. If anything good happens, I'll probably just kill myself. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about the idea of Bryce Harper being a Cardinal. Time for me to end my life. Good night. Uh, I get the feeling Orlando Arcia is Delvin Perez's ceiling. Delvin Perez is way far away from his ceiling to even be thinking about what it could be. Machado won't matter when we trade for Arenado. Again, uh, so my thought, about, uh, my thought about Arenado is if, if Arenado gets traded, it'll be at the deadline. Don't look at... Before the season. All I ever wanted was for you to be proud of me, Kyle. You're my little boy, Blue. Uh, I'm sorry, but a guy openly admitted he doesn't like the hustle won't play well. And SEL fan base. Who gives a fuck about these fans? Uh, Colorado isn't trading Arenado. There you go. Don't like Kyle. You have a rager right now. Oh, dude, my, my erection is full and uh, small, actually. I'm neglecting schoolwork to be here. You're welcome. No, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, no shot. Colorado lets him go. Uh, no, I, I do have pants on. Hold on. I do, I do have pants on. Uh, pants, sweatpants, uh, sweatpants. I can get my leg up there. What does that do for you? Uh, I remember on my own, I messaged gifts to tell him I was missing the start. Cool. You know who's super overrated? Nolan Arenado. I disagree. Rockies have a chance to win their first division title. He's not going anywhere. Uh, again, Simmons, Arenado, a lot of these guys, it doesn't make sense for their teams to trade him until the break. I think we could have a very, very aggressive June and July, uh, July – Next year, where we see guys traded that we haven't maybe seen movement like uh, in many years. Keep your hands on your lap, Kyle. Keep your hands on the table. Mr. Hicks, you want these things to be in, in plain sight at any given moment. Uh, the squints are real from Cardinals News. Yeah, dude, my eyesight is shit. Uh, the Kyle has pants episode. Kyle's first pants uh, episode. Uh, thoughts on trading? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, Rockies have a chance to win there. Oh, hey, Sexbot. Welcome. To you, Sexbot. We cheer. Oh, man. I don't even know what's going on. Uh, Does anyone watch Arrow? I uh, do not. I watched like the first two years and then it became redundant and I stopped watching. I watch The Flash still, though. uh, And I've been watching The Titans, thanks to my friend, who I think is probably here, for hooking me up with that. Chris Bryant is better than Nolan Arenado. I agree. Uh, Does Mo finally get fired if he doesn't make a big sign? No. No, remember, Mo is following the exact plan that Mr. DeWitt would like for him to follow. Uh, look, Mr. DeWitt, when are you getting glasses? Never, Drake, man. I will die with my squinting eyes. Uh, <laughs> sex bot got all over my sheets. Oh, that's great. Um, I don't even know. Oh, remember, what, with Mr. Müzeloc, he's he's his mission statement, he's fulfilling it perfectly. And granted, you know, I mean, you're talking about being sub 500 Not being near the playoffs, not being near the top of the division before he gets fired. Are are the Cardinals going to ruin Andrew Kisner's development as well? No, that's not going to happen. Siri doesn't remind me. What a disaster from Tony Forcelito. Tony, did I go to high school with you? Uh, uh, 2019 Cardinals 86 and 76 missed playoffs again. Uh... I don't think the Cardinals will take a step back next year. Again, right now, as we sit here, there's no possible way that we could have any idea what the Cardinals' record is going to be. We don't know what their offseason is going to look like. Uh, but I know that all things considered, if they add, they're going to win at least 88 games. Uh, cheap and kind of competitive. That's how I would describe my sexual life. Uh, except for the ki- the competitive part. It's just cheap and kind of. Uh, kind of a disaster. Uh, but yeah, that's how I would describe my life. Um, oh God. Okay, so here's where we're at. We're gonna do a reset. Again, go to Prospe- uh, uh, Go to Birds on the Black. Get your Prospect After Dark shirts and hoodies. Buy that shit. Gifts. Tweet out that link. Uh, we are going to sell a bunch more. I gotta get mine. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, when are the Cardinals training for Craig Mish? Hopefully, like yesterday. Uh, let's ask Nasty. Where do you go to school? Oh, uh, we are not doing that. Uh, bro, what's going on with the Blues? Although I just did, I'm kind of a dicks. Uh, uh, FMK, Siri, Bixby, or Google? I don't know what Bixby is, but he sounds sexy. Uh, so you, you marry that Bixby, you fuck that Siri, and I'm sorry, Google, we've had a tumultuous relationship. I thought something goes, hey, holy shit, what's up? I thought we were in for good things, but it all went to South. Uh, I was talking more about Mo following DeWitt's plan. Uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, again, like, remember, Mr. DeWitt is all about proportion. He's all about spending to what the Cardinals are bringing in. And as long as they're in that little window, and as long as the Cardinals are competitive and drawing 3 million fans, and 3.5, and 3.4, and 3.2, uh, selling them any tickets, he doesn't really have a reason to get rid of them. Uh, Gould, Mose, and Schaefer, I, I will not answer. Mike Yo about to get fired, laugh my ass off, we'll see what happens. Uh, Brendan Rodgers. So the thing about Brendan Rodgers is he's at least a year away from being an everyday player at the major leagues, at least. Uh, ideally. So... He lines up with Arenado leaving, just not this season. And that's why, like, if Colorado falls out of it, if the Angels fall out of it, you could see that trade deadline this coming year being, like, a really aggressive, interesting season. FMK, uh, Jeff Fisher, Yoan Matheny. It's funny because you hear these comments from Mike Yo, and boy, does he sound like Jeff Fisher. Oh, my God, like the, oh, we're going to get it fixed. We're going to work on it. And that's enough for me to say it's time for him to go. My boss is at the Blues game. He will be in a great mood tomorrow. Uh, from Sweety Todd or Sweaty Todd or whatever's going on there. Uh, uh, what, are they still losing 7-3? to three? My friends babysit for Mr. DeWitt's grandchildren here in Cincy. Oh, from Blake Reichard. Really, that's pretty cool. Uh, does the DeWitt family pay well? Uh, Rendon could be on the move. Again, we'll see what, uh, what happens with the, the Nationals. I think even if they can't re-sign Bryce Harper, there's no reason to trade Rendon, even though he becomes a free agent. That's the kind of guy you lock up. And you only trade him if you're getting blown away by the offer. Like You'd have to at least get what you gave up for Adam Eaton to get Rendon, and, I mean, maybe even more. How can a lucrative TV deal and the second highest attendance lead to such cheapsters? They're not cheap. Uh, So remember... Just because they're bringing in money and it's not going directly to the payroll doesn't mean that they're not spending the money. The Cardinals have pumped quite a bit of money into facilities, into scouting internationally, into the pitching lab that they're building in Florida. Uh, Just because we're not seeing it doesn't mean that it's it's not being reallocated. And we are seeing it. I mean, look at what their, their salary was, the, the team's salary was five years ago and what it is now. It's changing. It's moving. Look, spending responsible is, is an important thing for any organization. Now, do the Cardinals do it overly responsible sometimes? Yes. But do they also spend money uh, 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 like assholes sometimes? Yeah, sometimes they do. You just got to be smart about how you spend your money. Just got paid for winning my fantasy baseball league. Time to get that pad winner collection. Yeah, you gets that, Wildcat. You gets that hard. Um, as long as Phillies don't break his hand again, and yes. All right, so I'm going to raise my hand and my glass here. Let's hope for... Okay, so... Ooh. I'm going to raise my glass. There, there's one thing I'm going to say real fast. We're going to get it out of the way. Uh, we might do a special pad on Sunday. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the World Series goes. Uh, the other thing is, does if we don't do a pad on Sunday, we are going to do something a little different with pad moving forward. It's going to be season two. We're not going to probably change it. It's going to be called season two and I'm going to still do this jackass stuff. Uh, I want a pad towel. That's good. Um, Yeah. Buy that pad merchandise. Uh, uh, Was I the only one that was excited when we signed Cecil? I thought the Cecil signing was good. Anyways, uh, the minute the world series ends, we're firing up pad season two uh and we're going to focus on the offseason we're going to get rolling uh but sunday's kind of a special day for me and for cardinals gifts and we'll tell you then uh but if you have sunday night o- sunday night open i'd love for you to be a part of it because uh i'm going to try to do pad and i think it'd be a wonderful thing uh you going to shave or something i am not going to shave i'll shave my chest boy i'll uh i'll shave my little puby chest hairs and i'll send them to you like they're anthrax in 2002 ish times. Uh, getting married. Yes, Pat, uh, that's the big spoiler. Gifts and I are getting married. We're going to do it live via uh, Periscope, because we haven't seen each other. No shave November or no nut November. Uh, I don't want to do either of those things. I want, well, I won't shave in November. Uh, I want a Pat tattoo, but it's just Kyle eating an Arby's sandwich. Uh, my, like a bearded reverse upside down avocado eating an Arby's sandwich. What time on Sunday night? Uh, it'll probably be 8, 8.30, normal time. I'll glue them to my face so I can have your beard. Oh, that's great. A little too soon to make uh, male jokes. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. You know, that goes to show, like, uh, World Series will end on Saturday, hopefully. Shelton, I'm on board with that. If the World Series ends on Saturday, then we can get down to business on Sunday. Uh, can Luke and Baker really hit home runs? There's a question, Matt Crumpley, about Luke and Baker's ability to hit home runs. He has kind of a flat swing. It's not your prototypical, like, power-hitting swing. I believe he will because he's a strong, ox-like motherfucker. He'll hit home runs like Scott Rowland hit home runs. That's what I think. Uh, I want a tattoo. Of, that's good, good Graham. Uh, one reliever the birds should get. None of them. They have the relievers they need. Uh, maybe bring in someone on a minor league deal. If I have to pick one, give me Tony Sip on a one-year deal. If it's anything more than a one-year deal, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's going as Kyle for Halloween? I'm going for Kyle as Kyle for Halloween. I'm going to a stupid Halloween party tomorrow with people that I absolutely love. I think they're incredible, but I've got this persona where I have to pretend like I'm annoyed at being there. So uh, I'll be annoyed tomorrow. Uh, what type of return do we get for Jose? I don't know. I, again, I'm not. I don't think that Jose's market is limited to AL only. I think he has a very selective NL NO market too. Uh, again, I, I know that there was a question or a poll going around earlier. But would you trade Jmart for Colome? I would not. Uh, I don't think Colome moves the needle very much. Uh, you know, I wouldn't trade him for one year of a left-handed reliever either, like Will Smith or Watson. Uh, I, I I don't know. Like, look, you're not going to get a huge upgrade, but you might be able to get somebody surprising. Uh, beautiful Dolphins TD. There we go. Death March 69 telling us about the Dolphins. The way I look at it is a J-Mart return will be something similar to what you got for Randall Gritchik or Stephen Piscotti. Preferably Stephen Piscotti uh, because Jairo Munoz is a legitimate major league player. Uh, who's got the highest ceiling? A Gorman, or Malcolm Nunez? Uh, Gorman has the highest ceiling. Uh, but who has the most realistic chance of being an everyday productive player? It's a Montero. Uh, let's see, bro. My fantasy team. I don't know what we're talking about. Is this the year the Giants finally rebuild? I don't think so. Look, the problem about the Giants rebuilding is that a lot of the pieces that they have to sell off aren't enticing. You know, no one's uh, there, there. There isn't a whole lot there to get really excited about. So a rebuild is going to be tough for them. They're just going to have to help that someone eats these contracts. Uh, uh, and I don't know who's going to do that. Uh, who's the most realistic prospect you would target in a trade? Uh, Well, that's tough, Graham. That's a really tough question because I don't, like, who would I target in a trade? Like, who would I give up? What team would would be adding and not selling? Uh, Man, I I don't know, Graham. Uh, Let's see, you think every MLB team should play? I don't know. So the Giants are screwed. I do think the Giants are screwed. I think the Giants are screwed for at least the next year. Uh, We'll see where it goes from there. Uh, I know everybody's on board with the Archie Bradley and I love Archie Bradley. I would love for the Cardinals to find a way to make that happen. to Ar- happen. If Arizona's willing to trade him. Uh, but I think Arizona still has three more years left of Archie Bradley. And that kind of coincides with the three years that they just gave, uh, 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 Mr. Escobar. And I can't help but think that they're going to try to flip some pieces and have like a quick rebuild where they're competing again next year. Uh, but, but we'll see, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know, Graham. That's, man, that's a great question. You caught me off guard. I wasn't even thinking in regards to that. Uh, how about this? Luis Robert. I just want Luis, Luis Robert. Uh, I, I want I want Robert. Just give me Robert. That's all I want. I need it. Put it in my face. Uh, the Giants are getting a new GM this year, so maybe they rebuild. Again, I, I think that they'll try to rebuild, but I just don't see how many of those pieces have like real trade value. Uh, I, again, Bumgarner does, and that would be a smart thing for them to do to trade Madison Bumgarner. But I again the rebuild thing can only happen if you have pieces to trade. Look at what the the White Sox had when they started trading off people. They had a pretty good lineup. Like they had some interesting people, maybe not great players, but they well they had some really good players that were really interesting that had trade value. So I I don't think the Giants are as good as the White Sox were when the White Sox started selling off. And again, I haven't done a deep dive into either roster, so it's hard for me to say. I'm just saying that it's really tough to get a feel uh, for what's going on. Sell the farm for Vlad Jr., that'd be incredible. Uh, yeah, Chris Sale, uh, Adam Eaton, like they had guys. Perhaps we can come back to this when you have not consumed alcohol. Graham, we need to come back to this when I've consumed more alcohol. Uh, is the Gold Glove a real award? It is absolutely not, but it's a fun thing to talk about. Pablo Sandoval doesn't have value to you. Uh, no, he has, no, he has super value. My um, guess is 320 bills worth of value uh, to Pablo Sandoval. Mm. Uh, Well, Um, yeah, so I I don't know, man. I don't know. DeYoung snubbed. I I don't think Paul DeYoung was snubbed, but again, we're talking about the gold glove, so who cares? I like where your head is at, Graham. You don't have the slightest idea where my head is at, little brother, Uh, but I'm going to need your address so that I can come over for Thanksgiving. Uh, MLB about to pull some real BS and make one Gold Glove and buy as platinum. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Again, but it's not. Here's the other fun thing. About the Gold Glove Award, uh, Wilson is the official sponsor of Major League Baseball. Rawlings isn't. Uh, they they got the sponsorship years and years ago. So Rawlings technically doesn't have an affiliation with Major League Baseball, except for the fact that a subsidiary of Major League Baseball bought Rawlings this past year with the idea that they would fold them back in and they talked about the integrity of baseballs and blah, 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 blah. But technically, there is no real affiliation between MLB and the Gold Glove Award. This is a special little affiliation. Uh... A special little affiliation. Uh, Ahmed will obviously win gold glove. Uh, yeah, sure, probably. From T432, been sitting here trying to think. No clue what to say. Hey, but hey, for, thank you. Uh, when DeYoung young hits his 25th home run next year, he'll get his gold glove. Yeah, when G-Young hits his 30th home run, that's how he'll get his gold glove. MVP and Cy Young, only player's award that matters. Look, awards don't matter. Uh, for me personally, hey, Albert Market, how are you, Steve? Welcome to our little thing, man. I feel like we haven't had you in here in forever. I'm glad you're here. Um, that look, the awards don't matter. What matters is winning and losing. Uh, and sure, if you want to say that if you're talking about, like, in, 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 with awards, like, of the awards, Cy Young and MVP is the only thing that matters, but I'll point to Rick Porcello winning the Cy Young a couple years ago to tell you that it doesn't matter. I had to leave again what I missed. You missed absolutely nothing. Just the rantings of a bald, uh, weird-shaped jackass. I uh, haven't rolling baseballs, been the baseball since the beginning of time. So that's where it becomes a lot of fun. Brawn, not Brown. Uh, I uh, got Kyle on my TV tonight. Holy cow, what a disaster, B Love. I love you, buddy. B Love has become like a little brother to me, too. I love that guy. Um, so the baseballs were the only thing when Wilson changed, when Wilson bought the sponsorship or however that worked for Major League Baseball, the baseballs were the only thing that stayed the same. And that's why, part of the reason why the subsidiary of Major League Baseball, Bought Rawlings. That's what they kept saying is uh, we're, we're buying Rawlings so we can maintain the integrity of the baseball. Uh, when more than likely what's going to happen is when Wilson's contract is up, they'll just reintegrate their own product back and make it the official sponsor and gain all that money. Uh, but yes, the baseball is the only thing that stayed. Is that a Ghostbusters I've Been Slime t shirt? Absolutely it is. It says Ghostbusters I've Been Slime. Look at that. Oh my God. Slime me. Uh the DeWitts should buy the chargers. Sure, yeah, the DeWitts and the uh, Taylors. Uh that's funny because they have been screwing with the baseballs. Yeah, yeah, they have. Uh, Yo has to be fired from Sweaty Teddy who I accidentally called Sweetie Teddy earlier. Uh fuck you, Teddy. I don't know what else to say. Uh but yeah, I guess so. Sure. Let's just get the Blues winning so that they can end up losing in the playoffs and breaking our heart. I have a tank top that looks just like that. Good for you, Kendra. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Should the Blues hire Matheny? Yeah, I would think that Matheny is a bench coach with David Bell as the head coach. What are the Reds thinking? Look, I'm sure David Bell, uh, it's a fun story and a legacy story, and I might come to regret saying this, uh, but... How is David Bell a manager? uh, Very well respected throughout baseball. Congratulations for him. I have no bad thoughts or ill will towards uh, David Bell. But you know what I mean. Uh, They had to get dingers back without allowing roids. Uh, You play video games. Red Dead 2 coming out tonight. Well, okay. But buy me Arby's first. Um, So here's my video games. The other day, I I guess like, I bought the Spider-Man game. And I went to load up my PS4 and it took like 9 hours to update it. Because I hadn't played since Assassin's Creed, whatever the last one was. Uh, and then it updated and I played Spider-Man and I beat it and I loved it and it was fun. I got to like 93% completion rate. I was going through a breakup and it worked beautifully for me. Uh, and then I traded that in for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And that game was way too involved. I played it for like 3 hours and I was like, I don't want to play this game. It's not fun for someone who doesn't have time to play video games. Uh, and Red Dead Redemption, I loved Red Dead Revolver on like, the PS2, I think it was. I love that game. I loved Red Dead Redemption, but I just don't have time to play video games. We're, look, we're about ready to get into the off-season. I'm about ready to start doing rankings galore, and I, don't, I just don't have time to play video games. I hardly have time to do the, the, the blog-related shit, and it kills me on the inside, honestly. I thought Bell was destined to be Bochy's heir. That lines up, man, that really lines up too, Mo's. Uh Let's see. Oh, what did Cardinal's Gifts do? I don't know what Cardinals Gifts did. Uh, odds on Harper being a Redbird is 18% chance about right. Right now, I'll say 25 just because I love Craig Mish. Fire Yo! Announcement coming down. Three, 2, 1. It'd be interesting... Oh, so what do we learn about the Cardinals, right? They like to bury news on Fridays. Tomorrow's Friday. Maybe the yo-firing happens. Uh, what, with Ozzy being a wizard, I assume he's solid at fantasy football. Fantasy baseball would be my guess. Uh, you know what game's fucked? Wii Sports. <laughs> that game is tough. Kyle, can I be your assistant? I will put the ass in assistant. <laughs> Key for Dean Roach. Uh, Mr. Dean Roach. Yes, you would. if I could pick one person to be my assistant, it'd be you. Did Riggleman uh, even interview old dude? I'm interested to see what happens with Jim Riggleman. Uh, I play slimy Rock and Roll, uh, so it works out. Yeah, uh, anyways, yes, if I could pick one person here, keeper, you would be my assistant. Uh, uh, what I should do is I should pick everyone that does, participates in pad on a regular basis, find a spot for them in my life. Like, uh, I would need someone to be my mom and my dad, and then actually if you guys would adopt me, that would be fantastic. Only people who have money, though, and enough that I can quit my job. Uh, did you get some sunburn today? Yeah, man. so... It was overcast in St. Louis today, but yesterday I got sunburned pretty bad. Uh, thoughts on the Blue Jays not interviewing Stubby? Saw conflicting reports. Well, just like with you, I saw conflicting reports, so I don't really have thoughts about them not interviewing him because I'm not 100% sure that he wasn't interviewed. I'm, uh, look, I love Stubby Clap. You guys know this. I'm not surprised that the outside perception of him is different than our internal Cardinal fan perception of him. He's a good manager. He does good stuff. The players love playing for him. He brings out the best in the players at the minor league level. What's going to be interesting is who hires him to be a bench coach. Uh, again, I don't want Stubby Clapp as the hitting coach for the St. Louis Cardinals. If he's going to stay here, he's a first base coach. But he's better suited right now for a bench coach role. And that might happen in Toronto. It might happen in Minnesota. Uh, it might happen in Texas, maybe. You just never know. But that makes the most sense. Uh, let's see, I'll be both of your parents, Kyle, that's awesome, we have sexy hermaphrodite clothes for you, Matt Records, uh, at Birds on the Black, the Prospects After Dark stuff, how are those only 84 people in here, you deserve more than that, well, you know how this works, like, we have 80 at some point, then we have 60, and then we get up to 140 at one point, you know, when the season gets fired up, when news breaks, we usually have above 200, uh, look, I like our little intimate setting, setting of 80. These are the true padders, the people who are watching this. These are the people that I talk to on a regular basis, uh, who buy the shit, who, who are the pad people. Uh, I like having the 80 in here, the 80 of you in here, as much as I like having, if not more than, the 200, 300, 600 at one point I think we had during the, the draft episode. Uh, we Cards fans place a high value on all assets. Yeah, we like ass. Cardinals fans love ass. I have mom experience, but no money. Sorry from Ashley. Uh, That's not going to work as my mom, Ashley. I'm sorry. Uh, Big pad guys. I don't buy shit from Death March 69. Uh, Good for you. Uh, What about food? How do you eat? Huge pad guys from Jake Hassan. Hey, Jake, how are you, man? Uh, Hey, I actually have my shirt on right now. Shout out pad shirts. The most comfy shirts I have. How comfortable are those things? Yeah, sure. They smell like... Vinegar after uh, being bathed in the blood of a deer when they arrived, but now they smell great. I love you too, Quinn. Uh, we are ass people. That's right. Uh, so again, you guys know we're getting towards the end of our little our beverage, our little experience here. To all of my pad people, I love each and every one of you. Uh, I again, I feel like a prostit a, a prostatizer, not a prostitute. Although if you want to buy me for a night, I'm definitely for sale. Uh, a, a prostatizer by saying buy the Prospect's dark shirt uh, shit at Birds on the Black. But more importantly to you guys because you're the pad people. I love each and every one of you. You're incredible. To you, I raise my glass. Yeah, we do love Satan. There's a great Mountain Goat song uh, called the Best Ever Death Metal Band out of Denton. And uh, it ends with them saying, Hail Satan! uh, And that makes me think of that all the time. Depends on the cost. Look at me, dude. I fucking look like uh, an ogre... That was. Sh- I look like a midget ogre, is what I look like. I look like a cave troll that actually had the worst hand dealt to him. I'm cheap, uh, but I don't disappoint. Kyle, will you be my grandpa? Gladly, Patrick B. Uh, you and Graham are my grandchildren now. At first, I thought we, you were my little brothers, but then I checked my expire date and it's coming soon, so here we are. Uh, all right. What else do we want to talk about? We're going to call this the two minute warning. We are towards the end of our Prospect After Dark experience for the evening. Uh, so so, bring it on in uh, real fast. Somebody just entered, and I just I want to say, uh, as Tyler Nevin was brought up earlier, I mentioned that uh, Mr. Mr. Dylan Carlson and Tyler Nevin are a lot alike. Uh, I love Dylan Carlson. I think if I could pick one prospect this coming season that I think is going to explode, uh, I'm all in on Dylan Carlson. I think I think you saw the maturity happen at the end of the year. I think you'll see him in Springfield in a hitter's park. Uh, you'll see that that strikeout rate that's good with a walk rate that's good, and I really think you're talking about the breakout year for Dylan Carlson. Uh, he's been an under the radar prospect because he's been in some tough leagues and promoted uh, at an advanced level. But I'm I swear by this. I'm all in on Dylan Carlson reaching his prospect potential this coming year. Why are some Cubs fans so stupid? Uh, look, not all fans are stupid. I, look, I've got a friend. His name's Tyler, who we call Taylor, who is a Cubs fan. Uh, and he's super socially awkward and a lot of fun to watch, but uh, he's not dumb. The other ninety nine point nine percent are. Uh, oh my God, the McRib is back! That McRib is disgusting. You can actually get that thing for a dollar in a banquet meal. Uh, fire me, you collar, you cowards! And I mean that uh, to Elk Grove, uh, Elk Grove uh, BB. I mean that. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating about that. That's not just me like pandering. I mean that. That's that's a thing that's gonna happen, and. It's one of the things that I personally have overlooked that I was thinking about today when I was looking at my dirty 35 list. He's just poised for it. It's going to happen. Uh, oh yeah, I called Taylor Tyler and I don't, which one of you assholes said that? Hold on. No, no. Uh, God damn it. Uh, yeah, I call him. Yeah. Uh, what's your take on the ginger guy from Texas tech? His name's Gingry, I believe Gingery, uh, uh, I like him a lot, but without seeing him playing pro ball coming off of Tommy John surgery, I'm not super, like, hyping him. The the fastball—oh, shit. The fastball changeup combo is really good. He probably had the best changeup in the draft when he was healthy. But you can't count on a player that hasn't played pro ball coming off of Tommy John because it's dangerous. It's just not an easy thing to do. Uh, I can't imagine coming back from Tommy John surgery. I had rotator cuff reconstruction when I was young. And uh, I never threw the same. And now, you know, 16 years later, I throw the baseball and everything. It's really, really nasty. Uh, I get, like, I can't even, like, get past this, like, I can't get past this motion. Uh, But it's a lot of fun. Alex Reyes is winning 30 games, in my opinion. Yeah, 34 would be my guess. Uh, Pat Mahomes is also from Texas Tech. So Gendry uh, must be good. He's Look, he's good. If he's healthy, he's good. But I'm not, I want to see him pitching before we get all excited. FMK, RB's, Euro. Uh, Nick Rib or Carp Salsa. Holy cow, you talk about a weekend of pure evacuation of your your bottles. Were you pro Walker Bueller? Uh, was I pro Walker Bueller? here I, When the Cardinals took Nick Plummer before Bueller. I was not as high on Bueller as a lot of other people were. I'll admit that. Uh, I definitely will say that I did not understand the Nick Plummer draft at the time. But again, he's still young and he still has plenty of time to try to figure some stuff out. Uh, he's missed a bunch of time. Just like with, what are we talking about with the, the Gendry from Texas Tech? When you miss time, it's hard to really get an evaluation on him. And he spent two years that Nick Plummer has at Peoria, and it doesn't seem to be getting any better. But remember when Oscar Mercado kicked on? He was 22. He underwent a position change and things changed. Uh, to, to become a pro miss nearly a year and a half, two years of your first two years or a year and a half of your first two years. It's not easy to learn on the fly like that. I'm not giving up on Nick Plummer yet. Anything could happen, but yeah, it hurts that Walker Bueller was taken after him. How effective will Chris Carpenter be in 2019? Uh, as the hitting coach, he should, he should really take off. The Cardinals should hit 300 as a team. Uh, uh, I, I, here's my thought about Chris Carpenter. I just hope he gets into one barroom fight. That's all I want. Uh, to Chris Carpenter. Madison's finest. Is that, that Ashley Madison, the place where you go if you're married to have sex with other women? I honestly don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, Lance Lynn for hitting coach, in my opinion. You got to get a pitcher for that job. Uh, Tordy Craig for hitting coach. I wonder what's going to happen with him. You would think some team is going to bring him in uh, as a non-roster invitee to spring training. I wish Alan Craig nothing but the best as well. I hope he gets another opportunity to make a major league impact, or at least to make it, get at least one more major league at bat. Uh, Madison Ivy uh, going to Cards game when Pools returns should be great. I think we're all looking forward to that. Joe Girardi is manager. I don't think going to happen. Must be where the bots are torty. Uh, Alan Craig hot take for the Brewers get real Muto. That would be something to keep an eye on. Holy cow, I haven't even thought about that. Can't watch tonight, Kyle, but plan on listening when it's released. Keep it up, big man. Steel to you, sir. I hope everything's going well with you and your wife and the pregnancy. Uh, we love you, buddy. All right, so here's the thing. is I uh, We're about at the end of this little extravaganza. You know how this works. Uh, I love the people of Birds on the Black. I think they're all incredible. I, I love Cards Gifts and Nicholas Childress, who I haven't even heard from. I think he actually died. Uh, somebody check on Nicholas Childress. I, I love Zach Gifford. I, quick aside real fast, I want to say in particular that I love Cards Gifts, I love Zach Gifford, I love SEO Cup of Joe, I love Alex Chris and I love Cards Cards. Uh, there's a reason that I'm bringing those five up in particular, and it's because without them, I never would have taken part in it. I would not be part of Birds on the Black uh, if it wasn't for them. So a special cheers goes out to them tonight. Uh, we started this and we're about ready to get to a big thing here. And I'm really looking forward to it. To you, my friends. Uh, so the rest of the birds of the black community: Chuck Bronson, Eric Manning, uh, Stu Styles, Ben Cerruti, Tara Wellman. Uh, incredible people. Uh, but still, one more. Uh, what are they going to do with Dexter Fowler? He's probably not going to get traded, and hope he'll probably be a starting pit or a starting outfielder on opening day. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Cards, cards will be back soon enough. I can promise you that. Uh, so again, uh, the birds on the black family is something I feel privileged to be a part of. Uh, we'll get into that here in a little bit. I'm also doing that thing with two birds on a bat. That's a lot of fun too, to be a part of that with Brendan Schaefer and Moe's algorithms is a treat. Uh, Jim Kramer is an awesome guy. They do some pretty great stuff. Uh, but more importantly to the pad people, this is not possible without you. Each and every one of you are wonderful. Uh, y- you make me want to do this again. I don't view prospects after dark as mine. And I really, really mean this, and I hope you guys understand this. I don't view Prospect After Dark as mine. This is ours. I'm just the guy in front of the camera. Uh, this is your your thing. Own this. Embrace this. I, I'm awful with words when I'm with other people, but if I'm here in front of a computer and, and a telephone uh, with questions, I can talk and we can have fun. Uh, and and you guys make this worth it. Uh, So as always, if you watch this, you're a part of the resistance to the birds on the black, two birds on a bat and to the pad people. uh, I finish this with you. As Eric Thomas, (laughs) that one got me as Eric Thomas would tell you, if you watch this, you are part of the resistance. Uh, I love each and every one of you. Uh, You know how this works. Come by Sunday. Hopefully, Sunday night we can have a prospects after dark. Hopefully, we can get the off season kicked off right. At this point, hopefully, the Red Sox sweep the Dodgers so that we can get to the off season soon. Uh, I wish they said with calories too. That's funny. But uh, beyond that, uh, Ashley, hold on one second, one second. I want to do something real fast, just a little bit because holy cow! To Ashley and Kendra Nicole in particular, uh, I I respect the two of you greatly. Um, just to the two of you, that's the last one, let's plan for 8 or 8.30 on Sunday, uh, right now, but anyways, uh, everybody at Prospects After Dark, everybody at Birds on the Black, the incredible Cardinals Gifts, who I can't wait to tell you more about on Sunday, uh, if we get to do Prospects After Dark, Uh, everybody at Birds on the Black, if you watch this, you're a part of the resistance, uh, happy hunting, I love you guys!